0: Listening to the Red Wave Report, the number one rated Fresno State podcast. The official free podcast of the Barkboard.com. The thoughts and opinions are that of the show host and in no way reflect the thoughts and opinions of the university. And now here's your hosts. Welcome everyone to this special National Letter of Intent signing day. My name is Lucio, your host and producer of the show. And well, it's going to be a jam packed episode. We're going to go over the list of Fresno State recruits. But joining me is none other than Mr. Josh Webb. What's up, good buddy? How are you doing today? Good, Josh. And it's today is National Letter, National Signing Day for uh, college football. And uh, well, it's. It's been kind of an interesting morning, just seeing everything come over the uh, the the Twitter sphere, as you may call it. But it's uh, it, things have been busy. Not only are we tracking all the Fresno State stuff, but you've been busy trying to track all the USC stuff as well. And so you've had your hands full this morning.
1: Yeah, but uh, you know, we, Fresno State got an early start on it, and a lot of their guys sort of came in mostly at once. And because of that, it was really easy. to it really the only person we're waiting on at this particular time is Chris Paz, and, and really by the time this podcast goes up, he will have likely announced. I mean, he's set to announce. It's we're recording at twelve
0: fifteen. He's
1: supposed to announce at three fifteen. So
0: yeah, he's he's basically the last one that we know of that should be signing with yeah. Fresno State. So unless there's any surprises last minute, Chris pa- uh, Chris Paz should be signing with Fresno State um but uh, you know moving on on, I'm going to go through this list and uh you kind of kind of give your general feelings on each one of these players uh so that uh you know we can kind of get an idea what we're going with first I want to start off with one that seemed like this one might have been a surprise to some people um Savion Johnson out of Georgia and um well, actually, not out of Georgia. He's out of Texas, actually. yeah.
1: Didn't. No, uh, Johnson wasn't really necessarily a surprise. He had committed a while back, but we just hadn't heard much from him since then. Uh, so there was some speculation about whether or not he would sign. Uh, ultimately, he did. He was one of the first in. Uh, apparently, just a kid who likes to keep it quiet. And, uh, hey, look, there's Bakersfield right on ESPN. <laughs> Chris Barnes. I know that name. Um, no, he uh he signed, got it in early and uh, it looks like he's just one of those guys that made his decision and then, you know, sort of got back to work. Uh, every recruiting class has one or two of those kids where once they commit, you know, that to them the process is over. And so they just kind of keep their head down, they don't really give interviews, don't really talk and they just sign.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, he's he's actually going to be a, he's going to be a welcome ad- addition to a depleted Uh, running back core Um, and so this should this should help kind of you know help the Bulldogs kind of figure out where they're going to be at as far as as getting these running backs in 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 here Uh, now actually the player that I was uh, I was thinking that was a surprise was Jeffrey Allison um, the one he's out of Georgia now. He was the last minute one that I wasn't sure was going to sign with Fresno State, but ended up signing here.
1: Yeah, he's a WKU guy that had been, you know, committed to Western Kentucky, and and obviously there'd been some turnover with their staff. Uh, we kind of had a feeling that Allison, once he decommitted, it, it felt like Fresno State was was the landing spot. Uh, but for fans who hadn't really been following or like, who's this kid? Like, yeah, he was sort of the dude that kind of came along there at the end and snuck into this class. Uh, but uh, I mean, the kid's extraordinarily talented and, and I think it's a fantastic get. You know, Western Kentucky, they know what they're doing over there. They've got a nice little program uh, and, and and certainly this is going to make Fresno State all the better for managing to poach him with the turnover at uh, Western Kentucky.
0: I mean, it's, it's. Definitely going to help solidify that uh, linebacker position, something that's Fresno State's bread and butter over the last few years. So, uh, Allison should be a welcome uh, recruit onto this defense. And hopefully, you know, things can can settle in and he might be able to see playing times sooner rather than later. So, he's one of those that, uh, that is, you know, one of those you want to watch for. He might, he might do something here later on. Um, another linebacker that also joined the Fresno State squad in uh, signing this morning uh was goes by the name of Tanoa Foster now he's out of Hawaii there was some kind of speculation that he might have flipped to Hawaii but he in he did end up signing with Fresno State this morning so that's that's a good another good player for Fresno State Ooh,
1: excuse me yeah he uh he ended up signing with Fresno state uh you know he he'd always seemed locked in he was a man of his word and and wanted to uh wanted to stay with Fresno after he gave that commitment uh Hawaii came in strong trying to keep him there uh but ultimately foster uh you know like he said to me on his Twitter account I'm a man of my word and put that hat on and and he signed up and and I think he You know, for being a player out there on the islands, I think that this may be one of the better defensive line pickups that that, that Fresno State got. Um, I I think that Foster is is an underrated player. Uh, I think if he played out here, maybe even at like Clovis West or something, that the kid would at least have four or five Pac-12 offers. Um but, but being being from Hawaii, right. there's there's you know being coming coming out you know high school out there in Hawaii, which Morimoto knows well, uh is just sort of business as usual for Morimoto and and, and Fresnos Well, not I mean not so much for Fresno State. Now for Fresno State, hitting the islands is is business as usual. Uh But that really that's the reason why you head out to the islands is to hopefully find a guy like Foster that that really can be an impact player. Uh, but for whatever reason, just went unrecruited. Well, not for whatever reason. We know the reason he's on out in Hawaii.
0: Now, how big is this for Fresno State to start opening up this pipeline in Hawaii? This 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 could end up being a good pipeline for them if they if they're able to nurture it and, and get some of these players in here.
1: Uh, you know, it could be something to watch for, but, you know, Oregon's there, if Fresno's there, Hawaii's recruiting there, uh, you know, uh, Nevada had somewhat of a presence there, so uh, it's only a matter of time. Like, recruiting's just getting too big. Eventually, some of the bigger schools are going to start. Like, USC, you know, they're already out there uh, to a tag of Aloha out at St. Louis in Honolulu, Hawaii. They're on him in in you know, it's he's a twenty seventeen quarterback. Uh but but the, the the point of that is is that the islands are, are starting to get noticed. So uh it can still be a steady source of of talent, but Morimoto just have to make work a little bit harder to find those diamonds.
0: Yeah, and it's Hawaii they've got some hidden gems there but Fresno State in order to do something on a on a bigger scale are going to have to really sift through all these players that uh, Hawaii has and uh, let's be honest a lot of these a lot of these players from Hawaii have this the the pride of the islands and if you're not playing for the home team of Hawaii then you know it gets frowned upon in some cases but you know these players if they're a talent they're going to they're going to find what best fits them and they might just end up coming to Fresno more often than than uh, they have in the past and I know Fresno really didn't have a pipeline there in the past and hopefully now with Morimoto they might be able to start setting up a pipeline there um going on to the next recruit who signed up uh, signed with Fresno State uh, goes by the name of Tank Smith Matt Smith out of St. John Bosco now he is one of the players that we were speculating who might sign with Fresno State out of St. John Bosco uh, he's one of three that we we thought might have a shot uh, of signing with Fresno so Josh how big of a pickup is this uh, picking up this caliber of a player on the offensive line
1: um you know <clears throat> he he it was largely underrated because of his size coming out of bosco uh but he's a smart kid he knows how to play uh and, and importantly uh, he happens to know how to snap the ball and he knows a, a certain quarterback very well who also signed with fresno state today so
0: yeah um, and and you're actually you're actually talking about quentin davis uh one that a lot of people were speculating as well he might be headed over to Hawaii and he ended up signing with Fresno State um and it was it, it's a good thing for Fresno because right now with the departure of uh, of a quarterback they needed someone to come in and kind of add stability to the depth chart so he Quentin Davis he's a good talent and should be a force to reckon with, maybe even start pushing other players for the starting uh, lineup. How do you think that, how realistic do you think Quentin could be in in pushing everybody?
1: Uh, I I don't think it's realistic at all. I think Quentin (laughs) Davis, uh, I know Quentin Davis is, is, is is something that they're looking at as a project. Um, So, uh, I mean, I think he'll come in and he'll obviously get the chance to compete. That's been the standard rule at Fresno, but as we've seen,
0: uh, there haven't hasn't been much by way of competition so no it's it's been it's been pretty bland the last couple of years as far as the the quarterback position so um, but you know any any chance of another quarterback stepping up is um, a welcome sight I guess for Fresno State fans uh, but hopefully hopefully now with the new offensive coordinator they should be able to come in and start developing some of these quarterbacks Um. Next on the list is a local talent. Uh, Juwan Hughes did end up signing with Fresno State, and uh, he is one of the Valley players that uh, Fresno really targeted to try to bring in here to Fresno State. So Juwan Hughes, I know we got a chance to see him a couple of times. Um, and, Joshua, what is your feel on Juwan Hughes just from what you have been able to see uh, live uh, in in those camps?
1: Uh, you know he he he's a talented player. He he's definitely got got some speed. Uh, there's a reason that the staff were going hard after him. Uh, I I think he brings a lot. Uh, whether he's going to come in and compete right away, I don't know. I I think they got some talented defensive backs. Not there, this so, year. Yeah, I don't. I I think he'd probably sit back and redshirt. Especially with a lack of a dedicated defensive backs coach, I mean, I realize that Lorenzo Ward will probably take on those detail or the the bulk of those duties, but uh, yeah, I, I I I think that this is is one of those fantastic pickups. But it's gonna you're gonna put it in your pocket, and it'll be around next year, the year after when as some of you know, this is a guy that you want ready to step up as Taekwon
0: Glass is ready to step out. Yeah, because Taekwon Glass, he's going to be a senior this year, right? So he's he, he was actually, Taekwon Glass was actually a surprise last year. He, he came in, um, he was a late signee uh, who joined camp, and then just pretty much just leapfrogged everybody else on the depth chart and ended up becoming the starter and has really become an impact player for Fresno State. So replacing uh, Taekwon Glass in the future is probably uh, what they're looking for. So more than likely, Juwan Hughes is going to be redshirting this upcoming season so that they can go ahead and save one of those years. Um Moving on to the next player on the list who signed with Fresno State, um, Austin Viamilli. Now, we knew this one was going to happen because he, I believe, is a Juco transfer. Um, And this just adds more depth to a defensive line that needs help, uh, just to put it nicely. And do you think Austin Viamilli is going to have a a chance of breaking the starting lineup, or is it? He's basically going to break it by necessity.
1: Uh, He's going to break it by necessity, but I think he's got the talent to do it anyway. I mean, the guy's got some serious size, and uh, yeah, I, I I like the way that he plays. I like his intensity. I like his overall attitude. I think he plays with an edge, and I think he's got some experience. Um. So w- we'll see what he's able to do when he comes in. Um There's still a big question mark along the defensive line for Fresno State is I have yet to really see anything out of Germano at all, ever. And
0: in, in uh, in Fresno really is going to need to address the defensive line at some point.
1: Yeah, really, Germano took over a, a fairly decent class. uh Well, uh, you know, a... Uh, fairly decent pool of 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 defensive linemen and and they did well with it but they've not done well replacing it and developing guys moving forward so uh via hopefully represents the 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 start of a different trend uh moving forward uh at least on the defensive line i would hope
0: no the defensive line has been a it's just been kind of up and down in recent years, but the last couple of years have really struggled. Um, so, in order, in order for Fresno State to to kind of turn things around, they're gonna need to kind of concentrate on getting some of these defensive recruits in on, on the defensive line. Something that's really gonna help. So, only times only times gonna tell what's gonna happen here. Um, but definitely, I think that's gonna be another another area of focus going into next season of recruiting again, don't you think?
1: Yeah, they're going to have to keep recruiting the defensive line. I mean, they, they lost a lot of bodies They they haven't had a lot of success there. I I think that we'll probably see several more linemen and and maybe even possibly some EEs, you know, coming in this year uh, for the 2017 class to try and, and, and plug some of those holes uh but defensive line to me is going to be a huge position of need for the bulldogs moving forward so we'll see how they we will see if if there's anything that really happens with the defensive line this year because you know when recruits look at this you got to look at the productivity on it and there hasn't been productivity in this offense and, and and kids are smart that you know I talk to these kids and they watch the film they see the scheme And and many of the defensive linemen that I've talked to, they they basically understand that a lot of this seems to funnel through the linebackers. But with Ward being there now, hopefully we start to see some more pressure coming from that defensive line. Uh, Or at least maybe a sharing of those responsibilities, because I think that's ultimately what's going to attract recruits to play uh, is that they're getting production on the defensive line. But when you look at a guy like Jabari Watson, whose brothers there, I mean, you know, Greg Watson, you know, throws a a shade tweet at Fresno State about the fact that, like, I haven't even received my, you know, bowl gifts yet. Like, what the heck? You know, and then he's like, good old Fresno. And then, you know, a day later, a day or two later, his brother goes and picks Boise State to play on the defensive line. These things are not coincidences. You know, the the Fresno State has this the previous staff burned some bridges. They've soured some attitude. They've ruined some relationships and and and. You know, they're going to have to do a better job of that moving forward before people are going to want to buy into the program. You know, Uh, we saw a huge uptick in recruitment with this new staff in there. But if they don't do something with it, then we're going to see that thing swing right back to where it was before. And people are going to still have those same question marks because by and large, this has been a... uh, this has been a huge problem for Fresno State, and 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 it's something that they need to address moving forward. I think uh, you, you you can't you can't really go through the recruiting process not offering some of these kids uh, until late in the process or making them feel welcome when they're legacies. And you know Fresno State, uh, you know, they did all they could with a guy like Lee Vell Tatum, but but. You know, there were other guys out there that that I think people were wondering, why didn't they spend a little bit more time recruiting? And I think that as this new staff settles in and, and we sort of see the the uptick, not just in recruiting, but as well as on the field production, that you're going to start seeing the, the, those recruiting things tend to fall in hand. You know, the kids are like, I like what they're doing now. I
0: like this guy Ward. He
1: he gets it, you know, and, and that's that's ultimately what's going to change it.
0: Yeah, and it's it's what needs to happen. I mean, they they need to change the culture of how, how things have been done now with a new with a new uh, staff on board. Now, th- hopefully, things can start changing and changing for the good, uh, so that Fresno State can start picking up some of these players and not uh, and not have, I guess, a sour taste in some of these recruits' mouths from what they hear from other players that have played here. So that that's. Only time will tell as to what's going to happen, but hopefully the new offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator can change things moving forward. Moving on to the next player, and it is probably one of the better the best recruits that Fresno has been able to pick up this this year. Goes by the name of Dante Coleman, and he is a tight end out of Texas. And this one, this one's a big pickup. Because not only is he, you know, a, a great talent, but he also got to play with the current Fresno State quarterback. So what the relationship is already there. So what kind of a pickup do you think this one's going to be?
1: Yeah, Dante is more of a pass-catching tight end, uh, you know, maybe similar to an H-back. But he's got a great relationship with Virgil. And, and Virgil was one of the first people—actually, his mom was one of the first people to welcome uh, uh, Coleman. Coleman. Yeah, it— after he'd signed. Uh, so you can tell how much Coleman means to not just Chasen, but, but his family. So I, I think that this is a fantastic pickup. Uh, I, I think it'll be interesting to see how they use Coleman, um, you know, whether they bring him along, whether they plug him in right away. Uh, because they still, as you know, we've talked about the other tight ends that they have. They're, they're coming up on a crossroads as to what they're going to need to do with one or two of those guys. Maybe you need to think about moving them position if they're not going to put on the weight that you want them to have or whatever the case may be. Uh, so this, in a way, represents maybe a position of need but that they don't know that they need yet. Uh, so I, I think it's a great pickup. Coleman's been, you know, basically on top of it the entire time. He knows what he's getting himself into, and it'll be kind of fun to watch it play out.
0: Well, it was it was actually kind of nice to see because he was one of the recruits that Fresno State got a commitment out of, and he has been just nothing but praise for Fresno State. And that's that's always – that's – that doesn't always happen. And he has been kind of like the biggest cheerleader for the Fresno State recruiting class. So I've been watching him on Twitter, and he has just been showing the love for Fresno. And he is really, you know, excited about joining Fresno State. So this is a great pickup for Fresno. Um, it adds, you know, depth to the tight end position. Um, even if he doesn't. He's probably going to end up breaking the starting lineup at one point or another. That he's just that good, and so you know, and with the addition of the new offensive coordinator, who is really saying that he wants to use the tight ends a lot more, uh, Coleman fits in perfectly into that kind of uh, into that kind of role, especially for being a receiving type of tight end. Um, But not only did we pick up coleman as a tight end but johnny rojas out of clovis west also a tight end also signed with fresno state now rojas i know does play in high school he played both ways will he continue will he play on defense or will he play on offense with his role Uh, i think that depends uh, it just depends on what position they need yeah, well, him more at. It huh? Depends
1: on how he comes in, where they see him. Maybe I think you know he's probably going to go through a couple of coaches. They're going to take a look at what he can do, and then they're going to decide. Probably have an argument over him.
0: Where do you think he would fit in best on or the They've Fresno already State? had the
1: argument over him. <laughs> uh, to be perfectly honest, I, I think he, he's he's I, I hate making this reference. If if you can pardon everything about this <laughs> reference. Other than the, the the physicality and the size that that he brings, you'll be okay. But but he reminds me of an Aaron Hernandez, and he's just got that that just that that physique, that body. Just the he needs to learn to be more aggressive, and when he comes back to the ball, he needs. You know, they say it looks like Tarzan plays like Jane. I don't think that applies to him. Uh, but but. There's an element of of he needs to get a bit tougher, uh, but that's going to happen. And I think that Ward is definitely, you know, whom, whomever gets him, whether they're going to use him on the defensive side or whether you've got Bernardi on the offensive side, they're going to toughen him up. Um, and, and I think it's going to be uh, I think you're likely going to see him becoming an impact player on offense. But I won't be surprised if he ends up on the defensive side of the ball out of necessity.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised to seeing him land somewhere on on the defensive line somewhere um only because he already knows how to play that position and it's basically the position on Fresno State that that is the you know the most needed right at this moment so um like like Josh said it's probably gonna be kind of a a uh, a wait and see kind of a decision of what they're going to do with him once they get him into camp and realize where they're going to be able to put him. So I don't foresee seeing him playing both ways. I think that era of two way players in college football is kind of over, <laughs> uh, but I don't see him doing that in, in college football. Um, Moving on to another uh, player who uh, signed with Fresno State. Adding on to the defensive line is Kevin Atkins. Uh, now he's out of Murrieta. I can never say that the place Murrieta, California, and uh, you know, at 6'2", 279 pounds, he adds a little bit of size to the uh, to the defensive line for Fresno. So. It- Again, is he a player that is going to be able to to break the uh, the starting lineup as far as as far as uh, Fresno State is concerned? I mean, out of necessity, he probably will, won't
1: he? Uh, maybe uh, it's difficult to say with these defensive line players, uh, really, because you just got to see who can come in, how they, what their weight is when they get in there, what kind of condition they're in. You know, uh, a lot of people thought that. Um, who is the uh, defensive tackle out of Antelope Valley? A lot of people thought that uh, Patrick Bellany, when when he came in, you know, he was going to compete right away. Um,
0: and ended up being
1: a project. So. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, to this day, I still haven't so, seen, him. seen him.
1: Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's really, really difficult to project the defensive line with the staff. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I don't, I, you know, man, I have to think that you're probably going to see more of the Juco guys getting the time. Maybe one or two of these freshmen will come in, you know, as a guy that they rotate in, you know, to get him ex- some experience. Uh, maybe you even see one or two of them on special teams but i think they went out and they recruited juco defensive linemen for a reason and and they've got some guys ahead of them there's no real reason to burn some of these red shirts uh on, on some of these kids so i don't know that i would expect too many uh, of the uh uh of the uh younger uh for high schooler uh defensive lineman to have an immediate impact
0: more more of the Juco players are probably going to be the ones that are going to be stepping in right away to kind of to kind of help solidify, solidify that defensive line so Atkins is probably not going to be one that uh is going to get too much playing time at at start unless he comes in and just blows everyone else away so we'll we'll see what happens once uh training camp starts. Uh, The next player is a defensive back, another player out of Texas uh, by the name of Jerron Bryant. Um, Now, he was a player that committed early and Fresno State was able to keep him even though he was starting to pick up interest from other schools. Now, this one is another another one of those players that will probably end up maybe even redshirting this year uh, until because, like you said earlier, we have the defensive backs already in position. Fresno State already has those those defensive backs. These are guys that are gonna be more future players, don't you think? Uh Jeron Bryant, um out of Texas. Uh,
1: yeah, I I I I think that you know, Bryant's a guy that uh, I I he may come in and, and get some time just because they tend to love their Texas guys. He's got some speed. Um uh, but uh you know, I again, I fall back on younger guys are, are likely going to come in and sit. That's a lot of what we've seen. If, if if one or two of them happen to pop in there, I'm not going to be surprised at all. You know, but but we've seen that this staff really want to hang on to, to some of the talents that they have. But but I think really it'll be up to Warden Keyzaw. There's new coordinators, and and, and it'll really be it, that will be. The deciding factor; those guys will be the deciding factor moving forward as to how many of these young guys get playing time.
0: Now, the next player on um, on the list, you know, I think this is a player that you're you're all too familiar with already, Um, and of course, it adds more depth to the running back position. And it's Justin Rice. Uh, I know his brother is already on the Mm -hmm. team, and Justin uh, appears to be a pretty solid running back. he had a great season this up uh, this past season. So does Justin come in and maybe push for some playing time?
1: Um,
0: Again, it's 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 a young group of guys. It's, yeah, it's my a default young
1: answer for every single one of these guys <laughs> is just going to be: I, I honestly don't know. Okay, like,
0: we so probably don't need to go over
1: every nah. single one and ask if they're going to see playing time. <laughs> um no what type of player say, are they gonna get I, yeah i say with rice you are getting a hard-nosed runner you're getting a guy that can that you know he knows how to get yards he he's overlooked discredited and at every step of the way he put up the yards he 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 got his team the 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 scores and he was a workhorse man I, so i think that um I personally think that that Rice is is one of those guys that could be used in a number of different ways, but he wants to try his hand at running back, and I think he'll get a shot there. Um, it'll be curious to see how, if Dave Unger uh, wants to go that route, or if, if Unger is like, yeah, you'd be better off suited playing somewhere else. Um, he was there at Fresno State today, uh, though not, um, you know, it still hasn't been officially announced. Uh, it's pretty apparent now that Unger is going to be the guy. And, and we've known for a while now that Burl Toler III is going to be the the new wide receivers coach at, at uh, Fresno State. Uh, we'd actually been sitting on it out of respect, but, uh, you know, another organization went ahead and jumped the gun on it, even though the hire isn't official. Um, so that's kind of where we sit right now. Um, and,
0: and, uh yeah. I'm going to go ahead and just run through the remaining players real quick here. The last ones uh, that signed up with Fresno State, Elijah Piper, a defensive lineman, um, and now he's out of Washington. So we got another defensive lineman. Um, We also got Kiero Woodley, an offensive lineman out of Murrieta, California. Um, He's a guy I think could possibly break
1: into the two deep. I don't know if he'll start, but I think he's a guy that could possibly crack into the two deep like you saw with Aaron Mitchell. A solid backup option that if they don't have to use, they can keep the red shirt on him. But he's got the talent to possibly come in and play right away.
0: Now, uh, let me see. Also, there is Andrew Wright, a linebacker out of Buena Park, California. He's another addition to those linebackers. I can
1: honestly say I don't know too much about him.
0: Yeah, (laughs) okay. Um, After that, we have uh, Deontay Perry, uh, running back out of Canoga Park, California. So, again, adding more depth to that running back position. Yeah,
1: I'm guessing that's the guy out of the running back class that's probably going to get the early look.
0: Yeah, I I did see some uh, film on him, and he seems like he is... He's got a second gear when, when he gets into the open. So that's that's one to watch for. And then last but not least, Lucas McKenzie, uh, linebacker out of Reno, Nevada, also signed with Fresno State. Now that one we knew for a while now that he was going to be signing. So that is also a, a very good pickup for Fresno. Um, So overall... How do you think Fresno State did on on signing day? I mean, I overall we I think there's a total of sixteen letters that got signed. One a preferred walk on uh, with Tank Smith. Um, so we got sixteen, and I believe they might have maybe two more that they're holding in their pocket for later use. What do you? How no no way of grading. In the past few years, has this been a better class than than maybe what we've seen last year?
1: The problem with their classes is that they've all been good, but they have not finished. They they keep losing kids uh, in their classes. So this is a great class, but is it or, or how much of this class is going to graduate? Because they're sitting at about fifty percent.
0: Now, how many of these are are they going to actually keep around? I yeah, mean, that's, how many qualify? <laughs> that's in another that, one.
1: You know, and that's the thing with these Fresno State classes is that you want to get excited on signing day. And there's plenty of reasons to get excited. We haven't necessarily heard about any kids not making grades. uh, But there are one or two guys that we have questions about that we're not going to get any answers about until they're not going to tell us. They're just not going to. And and the people that we've talked to uh, can only do so much in getting us answers. So, you know, ultimately, it's going to be one or two of these guys, you're just going to kind of have to be wait and see. It, it's going to
0: be – there's question marks on a, on two or three of these players. Whether or not they're going to make it onto the roster, that is going to be the key word. I mean, because um, uh, last year, uh, I, I think two or three players never made it onto the roster. They they just couldn't qualify at the last minute. Um and are still there's still question marks around them, and people are still asking us about them, and we have no idea what's going to happen. So things could change from now until then, but we will keep an eye on things. Um, now, moving forward, uh, in the next couple of days or so, or the, the next few days, we're, we're probably going to try to be getting interviews with some of these uh, new recruits. Um, Josh, have you made any... Any uh, ground as far as trying to get some of these guys to come on sometime?
1: Yeah, you know, I've reached out to a couple of these kids, and obviously there's uh, ceremonies that are taking place, and, and, you know, they got to go... Uh, deal with family and whatnot but we do have a couple of interviews that we've lined up we're working on getting more Jackson's currently actually at the school getting video with coaches and coach reactions so he'll have that too Um, I've got guys lined up that I'm going to be talking to I'm going to be trying to get the Texas kids so we'll be popping those in and out I'll be firing them over to Lucio we're going to try and get as many of them just like we did the the last year and, and do something similar by tossing them all in a podcast um, but this year's been like we've had way fewer, I, I guess you could say, interactions this year in recruiting, like j- just because they've recruited some more low key kids. Um, so
0: yeah, some of I, these guys don't really want to talk, eh,
1: it's fine, it doesn't bother <laughs> me any, it's less work for me. <laughs> I mean. <laughs>
0: No, and as we get these, we'll start popping them up, maybe in a bulldog uh, blast or a a burst uh, up onto the website. And um, so I know know you guys are listening to this on the Red Wave Report, which is our free podcast. But some of this stuff, you know, some of it will be making it free, but some of it you're only going to be able to get it if you are a subscriber. So if you haven't done so already, head on over to... um, to the mark board and sign up we're actually having a promotion at the moment and that if you go into and actually sign up and you put in promo code nsd 2006 uh, you'll get a free month uh, yeah nsd 2016 nsd 2016 uh, you'll get a free month on any membership for any team so uh, if you head on in, uh, over to the website and sign up now you'll get a free month's worth of subscription now, you also have to keep an eye out for our other specials because uh, throughout the year, we'll always put on where you'll get several months for free. So um, keep an eye on that stuff. But if you're not a member right now, head on over and uh, and do so so that you can get some of our premium content.
1: Sign up because, you know, we work our dangness to get every single possible story that we can and what. You know, we, we we can't always get in recruiting because Fresno does a lot of it, kind of a little bit more quiet than maybe some other universities. Uh, out of necessity, we've always said that. Uh, we certainly make up for in in breaking stories and in keeping you on top of what's going on in the program. So, uh, you know, it uh, it's it, it's a perfect time right now to sign up. Uh, we're definitely going to be doing some spotlights on some of these kids post signing day and talking about recruiting impact. I know Jackson's done those. We've done those for the past couple of years. So people will be able to look forward to more of those. And, and like I said, we'll have those interviews up and and, and the vast majority of that's going to be on our premium board, which is basically where we post the most of our content, you know, our, our free board largely exists for users to post content and keep each other up to date. Uh, but but we pretty much keep everything on the premium board with occasional articles for free. Uh, it's you know it's just the model these days. But but you're going to get your money's worth, and and, and you're always going to get our honest opinion. We're not going to give you you know uh, any agended opinion or an opinion that's been given to somebody by somebody else to give to you. Um, we're going to tell you the truth, and 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 we enjoy it.
0: Yeah, yeah, fun. and we'll we'll make sure um, we do not forget about the 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 free users as well. This podcast is exists because of you guys, yep. and so we will continue to to do a show uh, and try to give you as much information without giving away some of our uh, insider stuff. Too much of our insider stuff. Occasionally, we will just. You know, just uh, just to help you guys out. But otherwise, our insider stuff is basically for the Bulldog Blast podcast, which is only available with a subscription. So uh, make sure you head on over and do that. Now, Josh, uh, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up unless you got anything else you want to want to share with everybody. Totally good. Okay, so, Josh, why don't you let everybody know how they can get a hold of you and where they can find you?
1: Uh, You can find me on Twitter at FightOnTwist or at BulldogsTwist. You can also head over onto the boards and leave me a message or a PM over there, uh, BarkBoard.com. And and be sure to follow along with, uh, I'm not going to say, my partner in crime is the best way to say it, Jackson (laughs) Moore at JacksonM underscore Scout. Uh, He... uh, He is just as knowledgeable, if not more knowledgeable than myself about the bulldogs. And as always, you can follow our producer Lucio at, at red wave report. Um, So outside of that, you, you pretty much know where to find us. Uh, PMs, DMS, and, and, and Twitter is the best way to reach us. And, and we will be back in the future with much, much more, uh, exclusive, fantastic content on National Signing Day in your 2016 Fresno State Bulldog class.
0: All right. So, again, I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And always check back as we get more information. We will be putting it out on the website. Um, also, don't, uh, stay tuned. We will um, be putting out more Red Wave reports uh, throughout the year. So, again, I want to thank everyone for listening. And we'll see you next time.